Welcome to Bulletproof Podcast, the ultimate guide to unlocking your true potential. Join host Gary Clinton as he takes you on a journey of self-discovery and empowerment. From overcoming obstacles to reaching new heights, each episode is packed with actionable advice and inspiration to help you become bulletproof in every aspect of your life. Get ready to level up and break through barriers. This is Bulletproof. Welcome to the Bulletproof Podcast. My name is Gary Clinton. I hope you have an amazing day. Thank you for joining me on this episode on how to achieve your goals easily and effortlessly via the law of attraction. Law of attraction, um, you know, might go over your head for a moment. And I'm going to tell you this, and this is going to be maybe a mic drop straight off the bat. The law of attraction is not a scientific law. And I'm going to show you how you can actually use the law of attraction and tell you what it is in a moment. And I'm also going to give you some examples of who has credited a lot of their success to the law of attraction. These answers will be discovered in a moment. I want to thank the sponsor of this episode and this podcast, Bulletproof Podcast, Quasi.com. Compare over 500,000 flights on Quasi.com and hotels. Get the best prices on Quasi.com. My purpose of this episode is to give you more understanding so you can apply the law of attraction slash what else we're going to cover in this episode into your life. and You can actually take actionable steps which will create your goals, dreams into a reality. I will preface that this is from my current knowledge of scientific laws. And I did mention the law of attraction is not a scientific law and scientific laws do change and they consistently change over time. In fact, maybe not tomorrow, maybe not today whenever you're listening, but, but if it's 500 years in the future, thank you for listening and I hope you're having an amazing time. They probably will be changed then. Some of them in anyways, law of gravity, I don't think will be going anywhere. Let me start by saying and giving you this story from Bob Proctor. It's not a story. It's just how my little experience of the law of attraction and my understanding is where I'm coming from. Bob Proctor is a very well-known person in the personal development space. He's passed away this year in 2022. Well, actually last year, 2022, I believe. And Bob was actually in the movie, The Secret. If you've ever seen the movie, The Secret, The Secret is on the law of attraction. If you haven't watched it, I would recommend watching it. You get deeper, deeper understanding. Rhonda Byrne is the person who made that book and also the movie. She is one person who has dedicated clearly a lot of stuff to the law of attraction. She also was really down and out, but then the secret blew up and it changed the whole life around. So the Bob Proctor course is thinking in the results. I've done thinking in the results. It's a six month program. It's amazing. And Bob doesn't go too much into the law of attraction in there. I would recommend looking up Bob Proctor, law of attraction on YouTube. But I'm coming from this place of I have a little bit of a deeper understanding than I think the common man. And this is going to be helpful for you to move towards your goals, your dreams, your desires. And let's have a blast. Here's a couple of people who have been benefited from the law of attraction. Rhonda Byrne, like I just mentioned. Louise Hay. Louise Hay is an incredible person. She created... She created cancer in her life, she believes, when she was younger. And then she also got through the cancer and she got rid of the cancer. And then she went on to help many, many millions of people. Oprah Winfrey. She was sexually abused as a child, like Louise Hay too. 
she dedicates a lot to the law of attraction. So there's a lot of hurdles there that people have overcome. Like I mentioned, Ronda Brown was down and out. And Bob Proctor most certainly was down and out as well. He mentions that he was in debt $6,000 back in the 70s or 60s, and he was earning $4,000 a year. So he was in a bad position. I will mention that the, the people have mentioned the bulb right there are, are, are three, three women. And I have a friend who went to a Roxy Fasuli. I believe I'm saying her name right, a Roxy Fasuli seminar. Now she has created a book in 2022, I believe, called Manifest. Manifest has got incredible, incredible reviews. It's got, you know, even I've got the book, audio book, should I say, and it is very helpful. It's getting you into a state of gratitude. It's raising your vibration, raising your energy. I'm going to cover a bit of that in a moment. But my friend was there and, you know, maybe 300 people and he says there was three women, uh, three, <laughs> There was 297 women and there's three guys. So that's interesting. The Love Attraction. I do an event every month, maybe once or twice a month called Love Attraction. And when I go to these events, it's very popular. In fact, it's one of the most popular events on meetup.com. If you're you know, a coach, consultant, trainer, whatever it is, meetup.com is great. Maybe you want to get out of your comfort zone, you can go over there too. So I host an event on meetup.com and Law of Attraction is what I call, you can get 10 plus people, 15 peaceful people, 20 people, whatever it is. And at the start, I always preface this question. <laughs> Who here has heard of the Law of Attraction? I say, put your hands up, and I don't even give them a chance to reply. And of course, they've heard of the Law of Attraction. And then I ask them, you know, hands up if you've heard of the Law of Physics, you know, or, or the Law of, you know, Newton's Laws. Like, well, I don't even, I just, I just go in, because of course we've heard of them things, right? Now, I mentioned at the very start, kind of a mic drop, that the, Law of attraction is not a scientific law. I'll touch on that in a couple of moments. But to expand on scientific laws a little bit more, we've got laws of science, which are stuff that can be repeatable. You're going to get results every single time. They're clear. There's very much evidence for them. It is not some sort of thing that happens sometimes and doesn't happen other times, okay? There is science of, uh, there, there is laws of mathematics, there's laws of biology, there's laws of chemistry, there's laws of the earth, there's laws of physics. And these things are scientific laws. There are more laws, and these laws are called new age laws, spiritual laws, self-help laws. And these laws would include the law of attraction. It would also include the law of cause and effect. It would also include the law of compensation, the law of transmutation of energy. It would include the law of assumption. These are all laws, but they are not scientific laws. And this is an important distinction. Why? Because these new age laws, as they're called, is very subjective. Maybe you've experienced the law of attraction for yourself, where you sat in a chair, strapped yourself in, thought of a pot of gold, and it didn't happen. Now, conversely, we don't even have to think about gravity right now. We're already in the chair, we're already walking, we're already attached to the freaking ground. That's happening omnipresence right now. It's not something that is wishy-washy. Maybe it does, maybe it doesn't happen. The law of attraction is clear. It's verifiable. It's always omnipresent right now, here, everywhere. Law of attraction, again, if you were to strap yourself into a chair, I'm myself, myself into a chair. The only thing that's going to happen is we're both going to get hungry. And we're both going to get, you know, 
Well, I, I might get even claustrophobic just sitting there for I don't know how long. But I tell you, it's, it's not going to change. The pot of gold is not going to come and land on the, on the lap. This opens the door to something really interesting. It's called the law of vibration. The law of vibration is what people consider as the primary law to the law of attraction. So you want to get on the same vibration, then you can attract that thing in. And I like the idea. Now, the law of vibration is not a scientific law. Now, this is really interesting because with the law of vibration, it is scientifically The law of vibration is scientifically observed, but it's not scientifically proven. Okay, now that is an interesting one. So the law of vibration states that everything vibrates. It's a very broad thing. If you think of maybe the law of motion, when something's in motion and when it stops, it's out of motion. It's a very specific law. Same with gravity. A heavier, a heavier object, more mass object attracts or <laughs> attracts. And heavier uh, object has more gravity than, than a lower mass gravity, right? It's a very specific thing. So the law of vibration says that everything vibrates. Again, it's very broad. So it's not scientifically proven, but it is very scientifically observed. And it's very, it's very interesting because there is a fine line here because everything between the space between you and me right now, there's a lot of air, there's oxygen. Now in oxygen, there is a lot of atoms. Well, there's two atoms, I believe there could be more. Don't, don't call me on that. I'm not, I'm not the best at this, but Oxygen has atoms. Now, atoms vibrate. So the air is filled of atoms. Everything in this physical matter, in this physical earth right now, is filled with atoms. Every single little millimeter space. That's incredible. There's atoms there. Now, atoms vibrate. So that means everything vibrates, right? But everything vibrates, again, is not proving, because it's not, I'm not going to get into it, but it's not criteria for to be scientifically proven. Maybe you have to look that up yourself. It is scientifically, scientifically observed, but it's not proven. So they say the law of vibration is the primary law to the law of attraction. I agree. I want to give you, I agree to this. And I like this point that the law of vibration is the primary law, even though the primary laws and secondary laws, that's not even a thing, but the primary law in this instance, we can say is the, is the law of vibration and you want to get on the same vibration. So then you can attract the thing. There's a quote from Oprah and I'll mention it here. I agree with this too. Oprah says, every thought we think, every time we speak, the universe is listening and responding. Now, I agree with that. Again, that's not a thing that is for everyone. Everyone might say, well, that's BS. The universe is hard of thinking of what I'm thinking. I'm just an ant on this bleeding speck of dust in space. Absolutely not. Well, you know, I'm just disagreeing right there. But I agree with Oprah's quote right here that what you put out, you get back again. It's very subjective. What you put out, you get back. Some people might not disagree with that. Every thought you think, you're attracting something in. People will disagree with that, and that's fine. My understanding, and this is exactly why it's not a scientific law, because it, the law of attraction is not a scientific law, because it's subjective, right? It doesn't work for everyone, every time, every place, every time, right? I just It doesn't happen. So this is really interesting. So if it is subjective... And it's down to my own personal views and your own personal views and how it operates in your own life. Great. Now, how can we maximize them things? How can we maximize? Well, we can read other people's books. I gave you an example of Roxy Fasuvi, I believe it's called. Her name's called. And you can read her book and you can get great insights. And you can listen to a podcast like this. You can watch the movie, The Secret. 
and watch videos on YouTube and you can gain a deeper understanding. And I'm set the context, the purpose of this video, the purpose of this episode at the very start was to give you more understanding so you can implement into your life. I want to go a little bit esoteric. Esoteric means a little bit left field, a little bit of a curveball, a little bit of a, you know, not so commonplace idea, a little bit of a, maybe analogy here, a metaphor for yourself. It's not going to be a metaphor. It might be an analogy, although I do believe they're very similar. Disneyland. Disneyland is where I'm going to go with this. And you're going to say, Disneyland, what the heck is he talking about? Well, if you want to go Disneyland, what is the first thing you must do if you want to go Disneyland? And you just have to think about it and then answer it to yourself. If you want to go Disneyland, what's the very first thing you must do? And a lot of people say, you know, you got to look up the flights on quasi.com. <laughs> got to look up the hotels on quasi.com. <laughs> but no. And they might say, you got to save then. If, if that's not the answer, you got to save. And then you got to go, no, uh, you know, got to go. Who, who's going to go? So what's all the common thread there? For all of these things, you've got to think of this. So you've got to think about going to Disneyland. You're not going to land up in Disneyland. You're not going to get on a roller coaster randomly one day just by not thinking of it. You're obviously going to think about going to Disneyland to go to Disneyland. Same if you're going to the shop. And that's that's great. It gets a little bit trickier when you're pouring a cup of tea because you're not really thinking then. But for stuff outside of the norm, a.k.a. maybe a goal, and the goal could be considered Disneyland. Disneyland, of course, is a metaphor for anything. It's not just Disneyland, although Disneyland would be a great, amazing trip. Disneyland, if you if you want to go there, you must think of that. So if you want to go to a certain place in your life, you've got to think of that place. If you don't think of that place, you're not going to land in Disneyland. The chances of you getting to that place is absolutely insignificantly small. And don't take the chance. Just think of it. Think of where you want to go. So what happens then if you think of Disneyland once and then it goes away from your mind? Right? It's probably just another passing thought. You don't you don't give it any more consideration. You don't even say, I'm gonna go. You don't even you just one little thought, Disneyland, and then it goes. But if you start cons- contemplating Disneyland, if you start thinking about Disneyland, what starts to happen? Ideas start coming. You might get an attraction of an ad. You might hear a friend that's just been back from Disneyland, right? So when you start thinking of this thing, opportunities, ideas are gonna come into your life. Now, this is you on the same frequency of Disneyland. But this gets a little bit more interested on in how you can use it. Can Disneyland is a metaphor for anything. It's an analogy for anything. It's a goal. Use it as a goal. If you think of your goal, if we think of Disneyland, if you keep thinking of Disneyland, you're going to say, okay, right, now I'm going to need X amount of money. Right, now I'm going to actually need to find out what hotel. Now I'm going to need to find out how much the flights are. The more you think about Disneyland and you have this core thought in the back of your mind, the more you're going to get ideas fleshed towards that thing. So... If you continue, you're going to get into really nitty gritty things, right? So instead of having the big things of, okay, I need, I need to do, get a flight, of course, I need to get this holiday, I need to see how long we're going, I need to save X amount of money. You're going to get, the more you think about it, the more you're going to get smaller and smaller and you're going to get into maybe sunglasses. Maybe you're going to get into sun lotion. Maybe you're going to get into some sort of clothes. Maybe you're going to get into what certain, what you're going to do on a certain day, what type of food, what type, you're going to get into, the more you consider your goal, the more ideas you're going to get. So I propose the idea to you. Let me ask you this first question. What is your core goal? Think of Disneyland as the core goal. What is your core objective here? And it might not be, when I say here, I don't mean on this whole existence of earth. I mean, your core objective in the next year, five years, next 
day, week. You think of that more. The more you think of that, I'm not going to repeat myself. We are going to get more ideas around that. And the ideas you then act on. And they might be getting the sunglasses. They might be booking the place. I propose the idea to you. Think as much as possible about the goal. And then double your thinking on that goal. And then the ideas will flow to you. And then you must take action on them ideas. I wish you nothing but success. There's no denying that. There's no denying that in my heart. I want you to be incredibly successful. I hope this video episode has been very, very impactful for you. I'm going to wrap this up. And I do wish you to check the show notes and join the Bulletproof community, which is limited spots. I want to thank the sponsor again, Quasi.com. Over 500,000 flights and hotels. Wow. Compare the best prices over there on Quasi.com. And then share this episode if you feel like it's been very beneficial to you or to or it could be very beneficial to someone else. Give a rating on this, if you can, possibly, wherever you are listening. And then have a beautiful, blessed, amazing day. Thank you. See you in the next episode. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Bulletproof. Remember to check the show notes for links to join our growing Bulletproof community. We hope you found inspiration and practical tips to help you on your journey to unlocking your true potential. Remember, becoming bulletproof is a continuous journey. So keep taking steps toward your goals and never give up on your aspirations. Join us next time as we delve deeper into the mindset and strategies of those who've achieved their own version of bulletproof success. Stay inspired. Stay bulletproof.